And uh, <laughs> Doug Haveron, uh well, we, we, we now know the answer to the question of whether we're going to be seeing Doug Haveron back at Oswego in the Supermodified or not. He is officially retired and um, will not be back at Oswego in a uniform, but hopefully we'll at least uh, at some point get him back up just to have some fun with everybody and see everybody again. It's interesting that, you know, a lot of these drivers, Cam, it, it, it's funny because racing becomes, as Doug told me earlier, racing becomes a chapter of your life, but then sometimes, you know, life has other chapters that follow it and you just don't really um, continue to stay all that connected. Um, but at least he's, he's on I racing and <laughs> running endurance races and having a good time. So he's got, he's got sim racing as his competitive environment now, and it's a <laughs> whole lot cheaper and a whole lot easier on the body. Oh, I, I would imagine that it is. <laughs> he's <laughs> not sure I'll have to give that a try down the road. But, you know, he's not the you young know, one anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, he's, got... he's not. When I, when I heard that question, I was like, darn I, yeah. all the rumors the past couple of years about him possibly driving for john the coach i i didn't know if it was a possibility or not but great interview uh very insightful and not as pg-13 as i thought it might be well you were just a couple of little you know bits of language here and there <laughs> it was bit. more no big deal throwing the pg-13 up there was just uh more for fun than anything but you know just a just a a great time and and he's a you know he's a he's a really good man and and really obviously had a lot of success in a very short amount of time and it was it was interesting that he hadn't really thought about what I talked to him about in the beginning which was that you know what you in six years you started at Oswego at 17 you went uh and won you know, two track championships, two classics, almost a third classic. You went to Indy, and though you didn't make the 500, you were able to at least race an Indy car at Indy, or or you know get into an Indy car at Indy and experience that, and and raced it it um, you know raced it as well at um, not Phoenix. I forgot the track already, but um, then went to uh, went to NASCAR and raced at Daytona, all in the span of about six or seven years. That's a pretty incredible career if that's all there was but then of course you know there was the the uh, career in nascar and in modifieds and you know the super comebacks that he had and um it just he had a career that every race car driver would dream of even if necessarily you know the results in some of the uh the divisions or whatever weren't what he wanted it was still um at that time especially to be so young and accomplish all of that at such a young age and such a short time you know, it was pretty cool. It's really cool. I mean, he has driven everything there is to drive from modified, modified Cindy cars, cup cars, bus cars, sprint cars, late models. I mean, he's driven everything and he's had success in, in pretty much everything too. So what a, what a storied career he has. And it's, it's crazy that the young one is definitely a fitting nickname because he is still a relatively young guy. And, and just look at what he accomplished and, all the different places he went and experiences he had so early in his career. That's just, it's kind of rare. You don't really see all that. And then just very diverse, the different cars he was in. Yeah. Um, so now that uh, we can put the Hevron comeback rumors to rest, uh, we'll have to, maybe we'll start start back up the uh, Tony Stewart in a Nicotra car rumor. I mean, you know, you got to have some fun with something, right? I mean, John's got an <laughs> extra car or two. I know, and I, I think he wants to put somebody in that third car for the Classic, and 
it's no secret Tony was supposed to get fitted in the car a couple of years ago to come up and, and race, but he just is so busy with Aldora and racing the sprint car full time. And, you know, John talks to him all the time. I definitely wouldn't throw away the possibility at all. Well, that would be just incredible to see Tony uh, at Oswego and John would be just the guy to make it happen. Okay. What else do we need to know? What have we missed cam before we uh, close this up for another week and look forward to the weekend? One thing I was going to mention actually about Hebron, I don't know if you saw this or not, but the Hebron tribute small block super that Ken Moody. Yes, I meant to mention that earlier. Glad you brought that up. Ken Moody. Yeah, it's cool. And it was nice to see a guy that's just a lifelong Hebron fan, a lifelong Oswego fan. And, you know, here we're talking about having Doug on the show this week, and he brings out this really cool Hebron tribute car that I guess Doug is involved in. I guess he paid for the set of tires, and he's going to come up and help those guys out on classic weekend, I guess. So it'll be nice to have Doug back at the track too. Very cool. I didn't know about that or I would have asked him about it. That's uh that's really neat. I did see the picture of the car, but not until after I did the, uh, the interview with him. Right. And so I, I wasn't able to obviously get that in, but that was, I was really surprised when I saw it and I was, um, you know, obviously I felt bad for Ken because it, it seemed like he had uh, quite a wreck there with it. Um, hopefully they can put it back together and make it look just as pretty and, um, keep it in nice shape the rest of the season. It's, uh, you know, it's tough because it, um, you have a car. Sometimes I look at some of the the cars and I just think they're just too pretty to race, you know, (laughs) and that one kind of flipped that. It's like, that's one of the most gorgeous small blocks I think I've ever seen. And, um, you know, unfortunately, um, had a little bad luck there. So we, we hope that Ken has a better rest of the season. I hope he does, too. And, and like I said, just nice to see him out there. The car was immaculate. They turned it around. It's the former Jack Patrick car. They bought it less than a week ago, lettered it, got all that set to go. He came out and was running times good enough to be competitive, 19.5 in his heat race, his first time ever. Wow. And that that was great and just got loose and inexperienced, overcorrected and hit the fence. But he'll be back on Saturday, I guess. So I, I'm glad to hear that. That's great good uh and it'll be fun to see that car in person for sure uh well we look forward to seeing you this weekend there camden and uh being back home again as they say right and uh yeah it'll be fun and hopefully a good night of racing good safe night of racing at oswego and the same hopefully at jacasa for the isma um race as well and as always we just thank everybody for being a part of this show because uh without you guys sharing it and we you know I, I keep harping on this but it's it's important that each one of you guys who listen if you would just go ahead and take the extra time to just share it out we we're trying to build the audience and obviously get more people interested in super modified racing not just in this show we're hoping that this show becomes a vehicle if you will for people to get excited about what they're hearing so maybe they come to a swig or go to jacasa or go to a an mss show and check it out and then maybe a, a portion of those actually decide you know what i might like to try this and go uh, find a car and start racing because we want to build all of the divisions the supers the sbs the 350s all of it so look forward to yes. seeing everybody this weekend thanks again cam for all of your help with this and we look forward to uh, next week's show kempton dates will be our featured guest and i will be honest enough to say I've already done that interview and I can promise all of you the stories are priceless. Kempton was great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. uh, He was, he was very talkative. He was very uh, entertaining 
and uh, very informative about some things that I didn't even know. And again, it went almost an hour. So uh, we're giving you more than your money's worth, we hope, here. We've, uh, we started out hoping to do an hour a week. Now we're two or more, it seems like. But that's great because half the show or more is the drivers. And that's what this show is supposed to be about. So with that, for Camden, and thank you again to Doug Haveron, this week's featured interview. And thanks to both... Skips Fish Fry and IPC Indy for their support. I'm Tom Baker. Thank you for listening to Inside Groove. God bless everyone. Have a safe racing weekend. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Inside Groove, powered by IPC Indy, creating performance parts and solutions for the automotive, aerospace, and communications industries. Find them on the web at www.ipcindy.com. Inside Groove is a Race Chaser Media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsport content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliate, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.